Hello, Screeters. So, I am very interested in being as inclusive as possible uh, with everything, not just gaming, with everything. Um, and so, uh, the main topic is going to be about how to deal with certain types of play styles and medieval fictionarying uh, in that era and how to do it. Otherwise, I also kind of wanted to mention that uh, Anchor was purchased by Spotify. Who's behind Spotify? Does anybody know? I don't. <laughs> gotcha. Anyway, I'm hoping that with uh, they're saying they're going to put some more money into the platform. And it's my belief that the beauty of Anchor is the ability to do a podcast on your phone uh, without having to do anything else. I know a lot of the OSR Anchorites, you know, don't do it on their phone. And in fact, it kind of makes them nervous to that it's so hard to maybe do it on uh, a different platform like their PC. Uh, but what it does do is makes it really easy to distribute. So even if they lose the mobile accessibility of Anchor, the ease of distribution across many platforms is another bonus for Anchor. I think if they're going to do any one thing uh, that I would wish for, I guess it would be uh, a better way of being able for multiple people to use their phones to do a single podcast. Like if they could use the Craigbot from Discord on Anchor to make really good sounding, reliable feeds uh, that then you could easily distribute, that would be pretty damn incredible. Yeah, I guess other than that, I don't know. What I do know is today is February 8th, 2019. I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screed. If he is up or down, his podcast still comes round. Hobbs is in his van. Don't turn off that sad nap, man. Random screed, random screed. Don't know what you get, but it's what you need. Hi, Jason. Offit here. Uh, been listening to Swordbreaker recently, and uh, I love the intros uh, and the one he did for Ray on Plundergrounds. So I thought I'd do you one uh, to put at the front of your random screed. Whether you like it or not, and whether you use it or not, is up to you. Cheers, bye. Arfed. My man, thanks for calling in, buddy, and thanks for dropping off that uh, fantastic introduction. I'm in my van. <laughs> Seriously, though, I always appreciate all the listeners, and uh, you have been a long-time one since you found it, and a huge supporter, and I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much. Hey, buddy, Joe Lawyer here. Listen to your stuff. I'm glad you're doing better, man. Uh, I know depression's a bitch. I, uh, I get it sometimes. I don't think I, I don't, I'm not on the manic depressive level, but I do get into a big funk the last few while sometimes, you know. Um, so I get it. Hang in there, dude. Um, hey, any more Hex Talk episodes coming up? Any in the hopper? Anything ready to go? I've been listening to them as I prepared the Blood Island thing, and uh, very helpful, you know. So I'm looking forward to that. And in the spirit of hex crawls and all that sort of thing, I've decided I'm going to do something. Since most of my time I listen to podcasts is in either in the morning while I'm getting dressed or while I'm driving back and forth to work. Whenever I hear your podcast and I hear Siri or your 
person who gives a Google Maps directions say, make a left, make a right. When I'm driving, I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to see where the hell I end up. Just to see. Just because. Why not? Later, buddy. There's Joe the lawyer from Not So Wondrous Imaginings. Hey, Joe. I get the depressions. I get the diabetes. Seriously, though, yeah. Obviously, I know how debilitating it is. And that's one of the big reasons I still do this show is trying to talk about how that affects me and my life and my loved ones and uh, how you might be able to uh, get a little better and try and make your way through it. And if we can have less suicide, uh, that would really be fantastic um, because that is horrible all the way around for everyone. Hey, holy shit, I think Joe just drove by. He must have been listening to one of my last episodes. All the way from New York. Don't take so many lefts and rights. <laughs> oh, Joe. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Uh, as far as Hex Talk goes, that is uh, up to the three of us. I know Eric's been doing a lot of traveling for work, um, but we're really been trying to get Forlorn Shores off the ground and going again, so we need players so if anyone wants to play a little House Ruled BX in a multi-GM West Marches hex crawl style, look us up. Come to the Audio Dungeon. Send me an email, hobs at hobsandfriends.com. Send me a Twitter, at OSRNHobs. Just call into this show. Hobbs, I want to play. Put me in, coach. I'll get you in. Do you ever have one of those days where you look around and you think, oh my goodness, I've just got too much stuff? Well, I'm having one of those days. And RPG books have got to be one of the biggest offenders. I uh, I try and get them as PDFs, and I've probably got too many of them anyway. But the books, books here, books there, i just got nowhere to put them. Don't know what to do about it. Does anybody have any suggestions? What about you, Jason? Have you got any ideas? And the thing is, I just keep buying them. And why do I keep buying them? Because I've got this desire. <laughs> I have to have these artifacts on my shelves and be surrounded by this stuff. But half of me don't want to be. Oh, I don't know, man. But what I do know is, my time's running out. And uh, I'll catch you later, Jace. Colin Green from Spike Pit. The second of the Brothers Green call-ins for the show today. Colin, when I was a young man with a young stepdaughter, we used to watch this uh, show called Mouse and Mole. In one of the episodes of Mouse and Mole, it's actually kind of a British show, so maybe you'll know something about it. Because you probably even know the, know the people, right? Britain's not that big. I'm just kidding about that part. Anyway... There's, a, there's an episode called uh, Space or Stuff where Mouse and Mole learn that uh, they decide they have too much stuff and they want more space. So they take all the stuff out and they like, oh, look at all of this space. And then they realize they need things and as they need things, they bring stuff in. And pretty, shoo- pretty soon, all the stuff is right back in. And then they say, oh, look at all this stuff. So... My van is noisy as heck. I got these bottles of water in here that kind of froze overnight. And so now they're like round cement blocks. 
just rolling around in my van. And it's like horrible. Anyway, back to mouse and mole, space and stuff. It's one of those things, man. Do you want space or do you want stuff? I know I want stuff. But to get more stuff, I need space. So I got to get rid of some stuff so I can get some stuff so I can get more space. I'm not sure that helped, but there's a nice anecdote for you. But um, another idea is move the stuff. If you're not going to use the stuff, move the stuff to someone who will use it and get more stuff that you'll use. The problem is, is how do you decide? How do we make the decision of what we're going to use or what we're going to need? It seems like all these things go in cycles and no one was playing westerns for a while and now a lot of people are doing westerns. No one was playing space games. I shouldn't say no one. Few people were playing space games and now everybody's playing space games. So it all kind of comes in a circle and you never know what you're going to need because you could always reskin that old uh, D&D module for your next space game if you wanted to. You never know. So I ain't got any answers for you, Colin. I'm sorry. Hopefully some people will call in. Or call into Colin's show, Spike Pit. As I may have hinted, it is freezing here. It's cold, people. We're in the negative 50s, negative 30s. Oh, wait, then we're in the 40s. And then today, negative 20. I got up, came out to start my van. I was like, holy cow, I'm in shorts. And it was cold. And I get all dressed up. I got my stocking cap on. Come back out. No coat. Holy cow. It's cold, but I'll be okay. Drive off. Go to my first call. Holy show. It is cold. I'm going back home to get my coat. <laughs> so it's one of those days. And uh, and it affects me. It does. I mean, it's sunny today at least, which is unusual. We haven't seen the sun. It feels like in a month of Sundays. And that's a long time. But uh, I don't know. Things seem uh, balanced, maybe. They seem okay. There's definitely uh, anxiety, and uh, everything seems close, like it's just held back by a thin veil. It's like it's All Hallows' Eve, and the spirits are uh, agitated. But we'll make it through. Stick to your routine, people. Stick to your routine. So, I find myself feeling a slight empty hole inside. Like I don't have everything I need. I've mentioned this before. Sometimes I try to fill it with food like donuts or... Uh, games or video games or poker videos or more time with my wife or meeting up with my kids or uh, whatever. It used to be alcohol. Um, But recently, I've really been feeling like I want to play a more standard serial role-playing game. Holy shit, it's loud. All right, I'm back. I got the gigantic concrete rolly balls out of the back of my van, and maybe it'll be a little quieter. 
Uh, sorry for anyone who is listening to this with headphones uh, and the volume way up. But as I was saying, I've really been uh, craving a different type of game than I normally play. Instead of this drop-in, drop-out, um, West Marches or you know, ongoing game that it doesn't matter if you're there or not. I was kind of looking for that stronger investment for something else. So I've been playing some other games and I thought I would let you guys know about them. The first one is called uh, Broken Lands with uh, Carl Rodriguez from the Audio Dungeon Discord channel. He is running a, a BX game that is inspired and pretty strongly based off of Orcs of Thar. So this isn't a product that I've ever used before, and I've only really seen maps online and uh, a little player's excerpt of about 30 pages that he sent along. So I think this is by Bruce Hurd, and it was made during Beck Me. Um, I'm not positive, because like I say, I don't have the actual book. But uh, it's pretty interesting because the whole concept is you're playing, you know, the demi-humans of this area known as the Broken Lands. Uh, a lot of the art is by Holloway. And uh, as I said, it was written by Bruce Hurd. And it kind of has this campy, goofy naming and uh, art and... It's just, it doesn't seem to, I can understand maybe why they would do that, because if they truly got into it, it would be kind of this brutal thing if you're only talking about these savage beast men and their ways and how they survive and what they do. But one of the cool things it does is it kind of lets you be, you know, eight or nine different classes, races class, so gnoll, goblin, bugbear, kobold. Uh, when you get into the higher ones, you have to start at negative XP, and like, so I made a null, and uh, instead of having the two hit dice of a normal null, I only have eight hit dice. But what really makes this system shine, in my opinion, is it's kind of broken off all of these, uh, maybe, you know, standard uh, abilities or powers that, you know, you think something like this might have, or like most character classes have. So like a thief has their thieving abilities, their backstab ability. Um, their thieves can't ability. Clerics can turn undead. Rangers can track. You know, there's all these different abilities that are built into classes. Well, there aren't really classes in this. So you can buy these with skill points, kind of. They call them skills, um, but they still feel like character abilities to me. But anyway, it kind of makes this classless characters that can gain more and get better at these things as you go up in uh so uh so to speak uh levels and i just found this fascinating because there's no reason that it would always have to be uh demi-human or humanoids you know you could use this with um a savage tribal nomads that are happen to be halflings and ride on uh jorna birds which are axe beak light so you could use this system for a lot of different things and uh I really kind of found it fascinating. The the conceit of the game is is you can, you're uh, you're trying to become a warlord and you know rule the broken lands or whatever. You can do whatever you want in the way that he's running. It is still an open table game, but it was a solo. It was just me and Carl, and I made my knoll, and uh, it was just pretty fun and it was interesting. And uh, the things that you can do are pretty in neat but at the same time you're also kind of playing this brutal chaotic character so some things 
that would be standard for that, like slavery or taking prisoners and making them stay with you and do work for you, uh, might be a norm. So how do you how do you pull that off in this sort of game without it getting into darker areas that are probably you know not that good for gaming and if you were trying to change the things for gaming what would you do well part of the problem is is a medieval game is from a medieval setting and uh, these types of characters are normally considered you know savage uh, barbarians uh, or barbaric at least and uh, their ways are not the ways of civilized folk but if you're playing these characters then just giving them civilized folk ways seems a little silly uh, so where you know where is the right thing? What's the right thing to do? Do you take slaves? Do you don't take slaves? How you know? Do you just eat the people or whatever? You know I don't know. This is where one of the problems came in from this game, and I would kind of wanted to talk about and see what you guys think. So that's the Broken Lands with Carl Rodriguez. Uh, maybe I'll have another episode soon and go into another one of the new games I've been playing. Uh, so anyway, if you ever played that or have read it or have any thoughts or comments, please give me a call. I appreciate it, and you know what I always say, it's better to burn out than to fade away.